You are listening to the Style Hour as part of the Life Listened Network. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of the Style Hour. I'm here with Shana Dragellis of the Mom Edit. Hey Shana. Hey Megan, how are you? I am fantastic because right now it is 72 degrees and sunny outside and it is supposed to be 84 tomorrow. Yes, we have the same situation here. Oh, I'm so excited. It's go. kind of ridiculous how excited I am. So we're recording this on May, like May 5th or something. I don't know what day, May 6th. I have no idea what day it is, but it's early May. And I have to say all of April felt like March to me here. It did. It's been a long winter. It's been a long winter. So it's time for us to talk about something that I am very eager to talk about. And that is summer dresses. Yeah. Maybe we can get into summer skirts a little bit because I feel like that kind of gets lumped in, but they're not as easy to wear for me. Yeah. The so, skirts, the skirts can be tough for sure. So, okay, let's just start, Shana, and you can give us the summer dress rundown for summer 2015. Um, maybe just let us know kind of what's new, what's in style, what's on its way out, and we'll go from there. Okay. So first of all, I have decided that I am going to be, like, I'm going to be opinionated. And What? I, I know. You guys are all so shocked. Um but, you know, because I, one, I think it's more interesting. And two, like, it's fine. I don't mind admitting I'm wrong should I change my mind later. But I'm just going <laughs> to go with where my gut is right now. Um, and so the, where my gut is right now is that, you know, those, um, like, stretchy jersey dresses that are empire-wasted and, like, Target sells a million of them and they come in, like, quirky colors? Are the long ones? Or short. Okay. I'm just... Yeah. I'm kind of over those. Okay. I think, I think we can do better for not much more money even. Okay. All right. So I would, I want to start there. Um, I think we can do better. And, um, two, I think, um, what's happened this year is there's been this, um, like all of these brands have started getting into like intimates, like lingerie type stuff. Yeah. And so the bra options for wearing under dresses are, um, there's like a plethora of options to choose from. And some even work for bustier gals, if I'm reading the reviews correctly. And a few of my readers have, um, have uh, written in about a couple. I love that because I have to tell you, and I think we've covered this before, um, I've never been able to figure out how to pull off the like peeking out of underwear thing, <laughs> which really limits your bra choices when you're wearing skin revealing clothes. Yes. Yes. So I'm sure. hoping you're going to cover that. Yes, I have. I have, I have two really good options. Okay, good. Maybe three, maybe three. Um, but yeah, so, um, so one, one trend I wanted to talk about right off the bat, um, cause I think it's a good one for moms, although it is a little bit dicey, but it's the midi dress. Do you know what a midi dress is, Megan? So is this the one you just wrote a blog post about where it kind of hits not mini and not maxi? It's sort of in between. Yes. It's, it's, it's in the danger zone. For right. sure. <laughs> the place we're all told we're never supposed to let a dress hemline hit. Right. Yes. I mean, historically. Yes. yes. But here's, here's why I like a midi dress. Um, now this is probably not for the very postpartum, but if you've got some curves, a fitted midi dress is really flattering, even though it hits sort of at that area. Okay. And it's, it's because it's a little bit longer, you can go with a lower neckline, which is flattering on a big bust without looking like you're, you know, letting it all hang out while you're at the park with your kid. Um, and it even looks cute. I'm seeing it a lot more with like sneakers and flat sandals. Okay. 
I mean, granted, the taller you are, the easier this look is to pull off. But I think with the midi dress, if you have some curves or you have a bust, um, but you're not super postpartum, a fitted midi dress is a really solid choice for summer. So what do you think is the perfect length then? Where should it hit? Oh, man. (laughs) That's a loaded question. (laughs) I mean, the perfect length would be below your knees, but still above the widest part of your calf. Okay. But if you're short like me, it's going to hit you in the widest part of your calf. There's no getting around it. I mean, I guess I could hem it, but. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) Let's be real here. (laughs) I'm more likely to just cut it off with scissors. Yeah. Keep it. Well, you know, it, I guess it makes sense because I've owned some pencil skirts and kinds of like those kinds of dresses in the past that hit right about there. And I think they're very sexy. I mean, I don't, I've never felt like that was entirely fair, that prejudice against that mid length. And I'm, I'm not sure where it came from. Some fashion magazine somewhere. Well, I mean, the thought is if, if the dress hits at the widest part of, well, I think you have skinny legs. I but, do. I have skinny yeah, legs. See? Yeah. So. Yeah. If you have thicker legs, having a dress that hits right at the thickest part of your calf is doing you no favors. But if you have skinny legs, it doesn't matter. I also feel like maybe it's also a matter of what you want to play up, right? Because if, you know, you want to show off your knees, having a dress that hits right above the knees, maybe not so bad. But if you feel like you have knobby knees and you'd rather show some other part of your leg. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, too, with the midi dress, like you want to... Like I wouldn't go just under the knee because that's starting to look more like a mini dress and that's kind of not the look we're going for. Or just like the midi, like to, sometimes it's better if you're going to rock a trend to just go for it. Right. And so you really, you do want it, you don't want it to hit just below the knee. It's got to be a little longer to really get the cool, like um, long and lean sort of silhouette that we're going for. So, okay. Uh, and I don't remember if you mentioned this yet or not, but what kind of shoes would you wear something like that with? Because it feels like, I mean, too long to pull off certain looks and too short for others. So what do you suggest? Um, well, if you're tall, you can totally rock a midi dress with like sneakers or flat sandals or anything like that. Um, if you're shorter, actually, if you get the proportions right, you can do the same. Okay. But if you're struggling, um, a, a comfortable wedge would totally work too. Are we talking like those big white um, sneakers, like big honking white sneakers like we discussed a few episodes ago? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you hadn't, you know, changed your mind on that. Or... My mind? No. I'm talking about wedge sandals. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. I know. You said, you said um, sneakers too, but you, you kind of mean more like a more streamlined little sneaker. Yeah, like a Chuck, like yeah. a Converse, okay. Chuck Taylor. Those look really great with dresses, especially midi dresses. Or even, um, I'm really into those minimalist flat sandals right now. That's just sort of like a completely flat and then maybe like two straps. Okay. You know, something really minimal. Although on the blog the other day, Cam was wearing hers with um, glad- flat gladiator sandals and it looked amazing. But then Cam is also skinny and six feet tall. So yeah, that makes a difference, right? That does make a difference. <laughs> so I have to ask you another question while we're just briefly talking about shoes. I, I feel like a few summers ago, I noticed this sort of resurgence of like Dr. Scholl's or is it Dr. Scholl's? The one, you know, with, with like just the singular leather strap across the very 70s. Yes. And then I yes. felt like I didn't see those for a while. And then I just saw them again. So oh, did they ever go away? Um, I don't know if they really ever went away. I think it just got cold, but yeah, they're, (laughs) you know, well, when I say a while, I don't just mean from October through, you know, May, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I just, I felt like they had a moment and then I didn't see them as, 
as much. And now I'm seeing them all over again. So maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I don't know. I feel like the seventies trends keep coming back every year and then everybody's yeah. like, Oh, it's back. It's back. Like, oh, it's back. <laughs> it like, never went away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. actually, um, I actually really like some of the sandals from dance go right now because okay. they're so, so stinking comfortable and they do have that kind of seventies vibe. So, I mean, right. you can easily go wrong with the dance go, but there's a few pairs that I have my eye on. We have discussed my wooden clog phase, right? Or have I not? <laughs> this is a good time to bust it out. <laughs> well, I I just went through that phase. Remember, I don't know, was it like the early 2000s maybe when everyone was so into those dance go clogs? Yes. And here's the thing I've learned about myself. I can't walk around in wooden heeled shoes, like big clunky <laughs> wooden heeled shoes anyway. So even on like, even on a good day, that's just a bad thing for me because I'll twist, I'll turn my ankle over and over and like literally fall out of the shoes somehow. I, I don't, I don't know why I can't keep them on my feet or something, but I well, look back now at those and I'm just like, uh, you need like an ankle strap. Yeah. I can't do like regular clogs either. I walk myself right out of them, but like an ankle strap to sort of keep me in there is even that sometimes doesn't always work for me. It is better. It is better. But I feel like the whole time I was walking, it was like, gunk, gunk. like I was making the sound <laughs> as I walked. So not only was I wearing this supremely unsexy shoe, but I was, I sounded like an elephant while I was doing it. It was not a good time for me. Man, I was bad. My early, you know, my early motherhood days, um, ironically, were in my 20s when I guess I should have been looking really hot. And I look at pictures of myself from that time and I swear I looked 10 years older than I do now. So <laughs> never underestimate, you know, good shoes and a good haircut. I don't know what happened in those early 2000s, but I look like a hot mess in most of our old pictures. Yeah. Like a 16-year-old hot mess. I'm like, what is going on? Well, my, my hair was just bad and my, I had bad glasses. And just bad, like overly baggy tops and things. It just looked bad. Yeah. It was just all around not good. So, yeah, I'm glad to yeah. have passed that. <laughs> <laughs> the guys at work used to name my outfits. There was oh like gosh. the fairy princess goes to work, and like, uh, that's like, <laughs> like I mean, that should have been a sign, really. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so so let me. I want to back up really quick. Yes. So we're over the empire waste. I'm now, so over that. So are what? you just over the empire waste in general? Yes. Okay. So just and, all around. And if you'll indulge me for a second, of course. I don't think it flatters anyone. Interesting. I feel like if you have a little bit of a pooch, it just shows it right off. Well, I mean, it makes you look like you're hiding something or you're pregnant. Often. Right. Yeah. Now, I think if you're pregnant and you want to show it off, then it's a good silhouette because it does make your boobs look good, which, you know, pregnant boobs are always a good thing. But um, yeah, I don't, I, Empire Waste, boo. No. Yeah. You know, I think I have to disagree with you a little bit. Um, from my perspective, because I feel like, I, I feel like an empire waist, depending on how the top is cut, can be really flattering to my bust. Um, yes. And depending on what material it's made of, it just kind of skims and it doesn't cling or make me look like I have a gut. But, you know, I have to say every time I, every time I go dress shopping and try a bunch of dresses on, I keep coming back to form fitting dresses look the best on me, period. I was period. Say, I mean, if you want to show off some some good boobs. I mean, I would, instead of going with the empire waist, which I do think is like a painful silhouette these days, I would just take it all the way down, make it fitted through the waist. Yeah, and you yeah. can find it, you can find dresses that are, um, that skim your waist rather than like suck it. So right. they're still comfortable. But I just think that's more <laughs> flattering than this ancient silhouette that won't It's die. literally hundreds of years old. <laughs> literally. It's like, 
possibly longer. I mean, since they've been wearing dresses, Empire Waves dresses have been in. So maybe it's time to just give them a rest. It reminds me of when that movie came out. Uh, I want to say it was like Emma, maybe, with yes, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, movie. Oh, but God. that was when everyone started wearing Empire Waves dresses again, I swear. Because every dress um, Gwyneth Paltrow had on in that movie was well, those Empire were stunning. Those were stunning. Of course. Well, they were gorgeous. And everyone thought, oh, I could look like that. <laughs> <laughs> And it just doesn't, it doesn't always translate as well. So I'm not willing to like, you know, throw away all my favorite Empire Waist dresses, but I will listen. I will take your advice. And this summer when I'm shopping or this spring, I will look to more fitted silhouettes. Yeah, I think um, it's a good. Now, if you're postpartum, I mean. Yeah. And I, um, God, I keep calling myself postpartum, but Pax it's is. It's been a while, dear. One and a half. <laughs> So got this little pooch once in a while that pops out. Well, yeah. Big meal. Um, um, I'm six years postpartum and I still have one and I don't think it's going anywhere. So, <laughs> so, so I, yeah, I think a better silhouette is a trapeze dress. Do you know the difference? Well, yeah, like the trapeze just starts small and then it keeps going, keeps getting bigger, right? It doesn't like it doesn't tuck up under the under the bust and then hang. Right. It the sort swing of swings starts, out. Yeah. The swing starts above the bust. Yeah. So if you're busty already, to have a swing start above the bust can be tough. Yeah. Um, however, if you can find a V-neck trapeze dress, you're in business. Where can one find such a thing? Well, Express has some really cute ones right now. So first of all, I think um, this, this summer going for some really awesome bold patterns okay. is, a, is a good move. And um, Express has some great trapeze dresses that are like, I don't know, 40 bucks amazing prints and they have like little spaghetti straps and sort of like a v-neck so they'll show off a bust and then they just kind of swing out and so they kind of cover up everything else and show off your legs oh yeah yeah I like that I like that and I've seen like trapeze tops too that I think can be very cute I think that they look really good on skinny girls because it's obvious there's not much under there and I think that they can hide things that you don't want to show. I have to say for, for me being more sort of medium sized, well, I am a medium. I'm actually literally a size medium. So I guess I'm the definition of medium sized. Um, the trapeze, I feel like, I feel like there's a little too much left to the imagination because you can tell just looking at me that I'm not tiny, you know, Right, right. but I feel like sometimes that swing just, it, it doesn't do me justice because when I wear something more form fitting, you can kind of see, oh, there is a waist under there, you know? Yeah. So I think you have to play with it. And again, it's probably your body shape and size and what you're trying to show off. And yeah, trapeze dresses are amazing for that apple shape. Like yeah. amazing. But if you're an hourglass, they're kind of, they're really tough to pull off. Interesting. I would have always said I was an apple shape, but I have to say it totally depends on what I'm wearing. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> And I think part of that is because when How I about when the, you're naked, Megan? <laughs> I, well, when I'm okay, so <laughs> are we gonna go here again, Shayna? Okay, it's all right. I could talk about I could talk about my body all day on, on this show because I I'm assuming nobody's listening, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something unique to the well, just let's just get into it. I know most people listening to us are moms, right? So I think there's something unique to the postpartum had a bunch of kids' body, especially when you had really huge babies and they all went like two weeks overdue. Just putting that out there. Yes. I feel like I could define myself as apple shaped, but really that's just sort of the effect of pregnancies on my body. Yeah. And when I really look at myself and if I suck in my gut and I don't just kind of let it all hang out, I'm more hippie. I'm more big in the hips and bottom than I am in, in the belly. It's just that it's, it's kind of skewed because of the skin and the muscle atrophy. 
Totally. I am so hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> it totally depends how I stand. If I have good posture and I stand up straight and I, you know, kind of pull everything in, I would say I'm more curvy um, in an hourglassy kind of way. And when I don't have good posture and I just kind of let my belly hang and stuff, then I look like an apple. So it's like every day I'm, I'm defined by how I stand and what I wear. It's kind of crazy. I would have always thought I was an apple shape and that was what definitely ran on my dad's side of the family, but not my mom's. And the more, the older I get, the more I think I'm taking after her in that regard, which I'm fine with, but you know. And I notice a huge difference between the morning and the night. Like yeah. the, I pull a lot more stuff off in the morning, but then after I've been eating all day long, I mean, I don't <laughs> think of myself as an overeater, but like by the time nighttime rolls around, it's like, Ooh, can't wear that dress. <laughs> and have you gotten to the point yet? This is that where you just want to get your pants off. Like, it's funny because in the, in the morning I'll put on my pants and they fit and everything feels great. I'm just going about my day. And then by like eight I'm th- and my bra, sometimes I'm like, I just need to get my pants and my bra off like now, which I never, I remember in my twenties hearing that thing like, oh, I just can't wait to get home and take off my pants or oh, this bra is so uncomfortable. And I would think, who are these people that can't wear, you know, pants till the end of the day or what's wrong with their bras? And I don't know. It's just like, I can only take so much now. Well, the blogging thing has been death for what I wear because I literally wear sweatpants all day long. Mike comes home for work from work, and I usually will th- try and throw on real pants, and then I'm back in sweatpants by six thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Hey, my wife's <laughs> a hot style blogger." I know exactly. Lucky. <laughs> I love Lucky. it. Anyway, anyway, okay. So back to dresses. So we've covered the midi. We've covered trapeze. Um, yeah. What about? Let's go back to bodycon really quick because I, that's something that. I think we've also discussed this, and one thing that I, I think is unfortunate about bodycon dresses historically, which do look good. I mean, it's a good look. I have good legs. It's, it's just like a good length, everything about it. Um, don't, I don't like wearing jersey, and I feel like so many of them are in jersey or some other really clingy fabric that doesn't – I will take that back really yeah. quickly. I, I just bought a bodycon dress at Banana Republic that is jersey, but for some reason they did it right. It's this really thick – um, jersey and it's got like gathers in all the right places and it looks great yes. but yes but like that, that's kind of the deal like yeah. um you just got to get a bodycon dress that is is made out of substantial material okay so this is a good place to maybe spend a little more or at least go to the brands that have higher quality and wait for sale well, I, mean, I and I have to say the dress I bought at Banana Republic was only like forty bucks. It was yeah. on it was a hundred dollars originally. There you go. It's maybe a month out of season, but I don't really care. Right, right. <laughs> I wore it with um. It's like a kind of a navy green, so it might just not be quite as summery as I wanted. But I wore it with a floral scarf. Yep, and it totally cute. looked springy. Yeah, and that's great. It was forty percent off the sale price. And I I wore a bodycon dress the other day, and mine was from Roxy. Do you ever shop the surf brands? No, that doesn't, I'm not that athletic, so it doesn't ever occur to me. Yeah, I know. I always, I forget about them until I go into those like little surf shops. And, I'm like, oh and we gosh. have a million of those here. We're like, I'm going to yeah. turn this down. They're all over yeah, the place. Yeah. Um, and they have like really on trend stuff and decent quality and low prices. I mean, they're not target low, but they're like, yeah. you know, everything's like 50 bucks. Well, I think you and I have talked about this before. Every time I go into one of those sort of outdoorsy stores where all the outdoorsy people shop, um, <laughs> I, I love the clothes so much because they are. They're very fashion forward and they're cute and they look well made and they look like they'd be flat. Like they look like the fabric would do things for you. It's not just flimsy. Right. And so every time I go into one of those stores, I sort of reimagine this life for myself where I'm 
looking really cute and I'm like, you're like walking on, and I'm walking on wet rocks. Didn't we have this conversation last year about footwear? And I was saying like, I wanted to have sports sandals because I had this dream that one day I might need them to like traverse a stream. <laughs> well, so Tifas are huge this year. I don't know if you know this, but they like Tiva collaborated with some designer and came out with this line and they sold out immediately. And so Tivas are suddenly like the huge thing. Oh, yeah. Well, they were starting. To, I think you said last year they, that they were on your radar. Like they were starting yeah. to get big. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it completely. Oh, yeah. They're huge. So the thing with the Bodycon silhouette in general, whether you get like a T-shirt silhouette, like a T-shirt dress silhouette that's a little bit more fitted or like, you know, a tank top that's a little more fitted, um, whatever route you go, there's something inherently um, sporty about a Bodycon dress. I mean, it's Mm. sexy as well, but there's something a little sporty. And so that sporty vibe lends itself to sneakers, like not just like the Converse Chuck Taylor type sneakers, but like the, the, like the cute Nikes that everybody's wearing. Okay. So it's kind of a fun look. I like that idea. Mm, it's my favorite right now. So, so there, you're saying that there's new materials available for, for bodycon dresses too. Well, yeah, I mean, I, or, or it's just, just becoming, yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth a search. Yeah. It's worth a shirt. So, and I'm not sure Old Navy or Target is probably a good place to go. I mean, no. I could be wrong. Every once in a while, Target surprises me. They have, um, some pont, actually, Megan, pont oh. might be your fabric. They mm. have pont um, midi skirts right now that are striped, that are wonderfully thick. Um, I, I haven't, really I haven't seen a full dress, but, you know. Well, and, you know, I have to say, Target used to be kind of my go-to. And I think that was when I could just pull anything off a rack and throw it on and it looked fine. And <clears throat> I'm just finding that the older I get and the more I start veering away from the junior section because none of it really fits right toward the misses section, the more I realize Target just isn't, they're not catering to me anymore. I don't know if they've changed, <laughs> you know, right. they bring in the new designers, but they always bring in the designers down at the, typically down at the junior's end is where they bring in the new stuff. And I just, it just isn't me anymore. And I've been really disappointed in their um, summer dresses for the last several years. I just haven't really found much I've liked there. So, and I'm not gonna say it's not even a, I don't even think about it anymore, but it's not, it's becoming not really, it's not really an option for me. I don't even shop there anymore, really. So right. bran- branching out, looking so at I, new stuff. Yeah. So I think it was last summer I was doing a closet. God, I'm always doing a closet clean out, it seems like. But I was doing a closet clean out last summer. And I had made like all these rules for myself. Like I will get rid of anything that I haven't worn in X years or whatever. And so I pulled out this gorgeous white eyelet Millie dress that I spent a billion dollars on before kids, of course. Um, and I hadn't worn it because you can't wear it to a wedding cause it's white. And, and I don't know why it just, you know, it was just like, I was keeping it for good, but my lifestyle has very few like good opportunities. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I, you know, following my rules, I got to get rid of this dress, but I loved it. So I was like, Oh, I don't want to get rid of this dress. And so I was like, you know what? I am going to wear this dress. Like it's a cheap dress. Like I'm going to wear it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's been one of my go-tos for the past year. And so the other option is if you have something fabulous in your closet or if you feel like investing in something fabulous, do it and then wear it like it's cheap. Oh, I like that. Like I wore it to the 4th of July parade sitting on the sidewalk in my, you know, and it's, it's yeah. fine. Like once in a while I have to get a dry clean, but I often will just overlook a stain here or there. You know, it's fine. Well, it's like, the, it's, yeah, it's like the adage of, you know, why have good stuff that you never use? 
Exactly. It sits in a closet and you, you know, you're waiting to wear it. It's kind of pointless. Yep. Yep. So let, let me talk about dressing up dresses really quick because dresses are my, are my go-to summer staple. It's my mom uniform in the summer. Um, and I wear them almost every day. And I think they always look cute and they're appropriate for almost any occasion. But I do sometimes feel like I'm a little boring. Like all I'm doing is wearing dresses and sandals and dresses and sandals. and dre- So you've already mentioned footwear, but are there any other easy, fun ways to kind of just take it, kick it up a notch? Um, the thing with the summer and, and everybody's different. I mean, you, you don't want to wear a lot of clothes in the summer. So well, that's the thing. And you, like, I don't even want to wear a lot of accessories, like some of the big statement necklaces and things like that. Like it's too hot. Yeah, um, yeah. and so I, my, my rule of thumb is to wear amazing shoes, find yourself some glamorous looking sunglasses. And I actually have several different colors. I'll ha- I have a bright red pair, a bright blue pair, just for something different. And a really great bag. Like, I think if you, and I, I've created um, in my own head, like, accessory sets. Like, these sandals, this bag, and these shoes kind of all go together. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, you know, if you, if you focus on those pieces, you can then wear any dress you want or even shorts and a t-shirt, and it still looks kind of glamorous and fun. Okay. And then do you pack them all together in plastic bags in your closet? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. So you could have them all hanging in like little sets and you could, you know, nerd that's alert. <laughs> I have a whole room that's a walk-in closet. That's what I'll do. When you have so many pairs of shoes that you can just match them up with one specific piece of jewelry and one specific purse and then never use them in any other way. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would be something. But yeah. Well, the other thing I like with summer dresses um, that I think is um, easy and fun is if you can find... Um, some cool bracelets, like the thicker kind. Yeah. And then wear one on each wrist so they match. Kind of like cuffs. Yeah. It can be kind of a cool look. Now, your hair is getting longer. It is. How are you accessorizing it these days? I just cut mine all the way off again. I have like an inch of hair now. Oh, my, my gosh. My summer sheer. Um, <laughs> super happy with it. Every time I cut my hair this short, I wonder why I didn't ever have it this way to begin with. And the way I, the reason I know that, that this is the look for me, at least right now is because people stop me to talk about my hair like daily. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. I, I just have- know. So I know it's right for me and I'll always get this comment. Like, I love your hair. I could never pull that off with, I think it's baloney by the way, but yeah, it's, it grabs attention. And I don't think people would comment if they didn't think it looked great. Yep. <laughs> so I just know it's, it's right. It's ballsy cut is what it is. Like, yeah. The- was like an inch long. I had people stopping me at the airport being like, you're rocking that pixie cut. So, uh, thanks, you know, like, thanks so. a lot. <laughs> Let me tell you the whole story. Yeah. I actually had a woman. Got a minute? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had a woman, um, she carted me. I was buying wine or something and she looked at my license, which has my long hair and she goes, oh no, you cut your hair. Why did you do that? Oh God. I know. <laughs> it's like lady. Lady, anyway. don't even want to know. But anyway, so getting back to you. So are you... Are you finding fun ways to accessorize your hair these days? You know, this, this sort of like kind of like in between length yeah. is a tough length. Like yeah, I feel is. like I can't just like wake up and go. And so I haven't really accessorized it, but I swear by this ridiculous contraption called the deep waver. The deep waver. Deep waver. It has like three prongs and I'm sure you could recreate this if you had any sort of hair talent with just a curling iron or a flat iron or something, 
but um, I don't. So I use this deep waiver and you just kind of, it's almost like, um, do you remember crimpers? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I definitely remember crimpers. It's kind of like, it works like a crimper, but it has like just three wave things. And so it just kind of gives, so I just kind of stick it over haphazardly and it gives me just like, I don't know, beachy waves. It works. That sounds awesome. Okay. We definitely have to put that in the show notes because that okay. sounds like something that a deep waver. Deep waver. All right. I, I like that. And one thing before I cut my hair off, it was getting sort of middling length and I've just never been able to do it. I like, I get to that point. I lose all patience with my head and it's I'm just so grumpy all the time. It's so hard. And so I cut it off. But um, if I was really dedicated to getting it longer again, I think that I would ride it out. I have done it before. I just, this time I just didn't. But <clears throat> one thing I did think was pretty cute before I stopped cutting or before I cut my hair all off again was to just take a scarf and, you know, put it around like in a kind of a retro way, like wrap around yes. your head. Yes. Yes. I like that. And it kind of just was interesting and gave dresses kind of a fun, I don't know, housewife vibe, I guess. And the other thing I was doing a lot of, probably too much of, was taking the front and then like pinning it back and then kind of bouffanting it like a, like pink sort of. I'm just thinking of, you know, what your hair hair was a great, yeah. but I could never get it to stay that way unless I had a clip in it. But it kind of just like kind of gave that look. I liked that look a lot. But what I found was I was just wearing it like that almost every single day. Yeah. And when I didn't wear it like that, I felt like my cut was making me look older. Um, it just had a very like mom, you know, grab and go cut kind of a wash and wear cut kind of look yeah. going. Yeah. That, and I just, you know, that, that's sort of where I am right now. Yeah. Like, unless I do something interesting, like you can definitely go like the suburban mom route, you yeah. know, which is not, not what I'm going for. Right. And I am a suburban mom, but it's, like, <laughs> but it's not what I'm, yeah. <laughs> that's not the look I'm looking for. So I find that dark eyeliner helps. <laughs> interesting. Well, yeah, dark eyeliner does a lot. It does. It does like a lot. lot of it. Like, yeah. Maybe tragically so, but that's fine. <laughs> While we're talking makeup before we get back to dresses, um, what, are you, you know, into any new lipstick colors for spring or anything like that? Oh, I'm obsessed with like the, um, like this orangey pink, like coral mm. color right now. Obsessed. And I have a good one. Bite okay. Beauty's Zinfandel is like Bite my go-to. Beauty Zinfandel. Yes. So here's what I love about coral. Yes. I feel like coral started, you know, becoming cool again or in again or whatever, like four years ago. And I love coral and I kept getting afraid that it was going to go away and it just never has. It's like we keep coming back to this conversation where nothing really goes away anymore. It really doesn't. <laughs> you know? Not anymore. Yeah. It just all ever, there's like a place for everyone. And I think, I think it's a lot of it is because of beauty blogs and podcasts and like what we're doing. It's, there's something for everyone. It used to have to be contained within the magazine's however many pages a magazine devoted to fashion and beauty and, and products and stuff. Right. That had to be like the look that most people right. would be aware of. Um, unless you were, you know, read just fashion magazines all day long, most of us would read Glamour and we would see three pages of hair and four pages of makeup and whatever. Right. And now it's like, who cares? You can do whatever you want. There's something for everybody. It's like the democratizing of it is. style and beauty. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's liberating. I like it a lot too. Um, okay. So I will definitely include that as well. Zinfandel. Yeah. Um, back to dresses because I want to talk about something similar to dresses, skirts. I have a really tough time. I think dresses are a nice smooth silhouette. They don't stop anywhere. They don't, there's no bunching. And I've never been able to get that same look with a skirt and a top. 
Skirts are hard. Yeah. I find them really hard. Um, I feel like if you want to, I don't know, because it's all like it's all about where they hit on your body. And if yeah. you're wasted, having them hit at your waist isn't flattering. So then you want to move them down. But then if they're too tight and you walk, the like front slides around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and sometimes I find too that you know if the two fabrics that you're wearing together don't somehow work to like one will bunch up under the other. Yeah. And make bulges. And it's just, I don't know. I've kind of given up, but I don't want to give up because every now and then I see a really cute skirt. So I, my go-to skirt right now, and again, I have like more of an apple shape, um, body type, but my go-to skirt right now is, is just like those (laughs) cheap, super cheap, um, stretchy fitted skirts. And I have them in everything from super short to below my knee. Okay. And because you can kind of like, you can fold the top down if you need to. You can kind of shimmy it down. You can pull it up. And they're just tight and soft and stretchy. And then I can tuck a t-shirt in. And I often will do a half tuck depending on the shirt mm. or a full tuck if I need to. And there's just some flexibility there that I really like. I'm thinking too, I might try out a denim skirt this year. Because I feel like I know how to wear jeans now. So maybe... <laughs> Yeah, maybe it would apply as well. Like I know how to wear a shirt with jeans. It took me a while to kind of get it together, but I have figured it out. So it seems like that would kind of extend to jeans. And then at least with a or with a denim skirt, at least with a denim skirt, you it's very obvious it's two pieces and it's obvious it's denim. And so people kind of like where the where the button is, you sort yeah. of expect there to be a little bulge there. Whereas if you're wearing a skirt that's supposed to be smooth and it's bulging because, you know, sometimes it'll have like a drawstring waist. I'm like why would you put a big fat drawstring right at my waist, you know, or, or I don't have a thing, anything against drawstrings, but they have to lay flat. Yeah. If they bunch or have like a big tie in the front. It just doesn't look good. Well, you got to figure so. out where the top of the skirt should hit. Like for me, I actually really like drawstring waist skirts because mm-hmm. I wear those really low on my hips. Yeah. Okay. You know, so you got to kind of play around and I find I'm a totally different size in skirts than I am in dresses. Because yeah. I, I'm too short-waisted. I can't have skirts that actually go around my waist. For some reason, it's fine for dresses. to You know, the fit and flare is fine. But for skirts, like anything that hits right at my waist makes me look, you know, two feet tall. And I think part of it is that two pieces thing again. And that, like where does – because with, with a dress, it's like the smooth, silhouette, the smooth silhouette. You're just like looking up and down. There's no break point. And with the skirt and the top, no matter how well they work together – there's a point where your eye just stops and yep. says, and says like, that was shirt. This is skirt. <laughs> it's just you know, not the same. You know what I'm dying to try though? This trend. Um, have, have you seen, um, like the coordinates trend? I don't know what else to call it. I don't or, know. There's Maybe. like, a, I didn't know it was called that though. Yeah. I, I might be making this up, but, um, <laughs> it's a trend where the skirt and the shirt match. Okay. And I like it for a couple of reasons. One, because you can like, I don't know, two pieces for the price of one kind of thing. But right. also, um, the silhouette is, is that I'm seeing a lot right now is um, a bit fitted. And the skirt is nice and high. And then the shirt is cropped. But okay. it's often, before you run screaming, it's often <laughs> cropped, like, above the pooch part. Okay. So it's, like, almost, like, by your ribs. Oh. So... I don't know. I think there's potential. I think we need to have a picture. I think you're going to need to send me a link that I can share because I'm trying to visualize this and I'm having a very hard time. 
Okay. So we'll put the we'll put a link to something resembling this look. Yes. In the show notes. And that reminds me of another thing that I've seen every now and then, um, which is like a skirt and a top, which are connected inside by some kind of material, thereby making it one piece. And I'm not sure I understand what the benefit of that is. Yeah. You, you can't separate it. I feel and- like that happens with like lower cost things. Oh, okay. It's like they didn't want to do the tailoring to keep it looking good, so they just did that. They just sort of stuck it together. Right. I found this picture of myself recently on my 13th birthday, and I'm wearing, like, a batik-colored um, – well, I don't even know how you would – it's like it's like harem pants, but they're connected to the top – with a crop top, but they're connected by one of those, like, inner <laughs> – fabric things and I'm wearing a neon green hat I have to I'm gonna have to post this in the in the show notes I'm wearing a neon green hat and I'm holding all of my birthday booty like all the stuff that I got and it's it couldn't be more 1990 if it tried like it's like big hoop earrings a teddy bear an underwater camera Oh God! <laughs> I'm gonna send you this picture it's hilarious but I was looking at that and it reminded me of kind of like how now jumpers are back but how different they are I mean this was kind of a jumper yeah. But it was yeah. terrible. <laughs> oh, like Blossom, like something Blossom would it, wear. You know what? And I think I sort of fancied myself as a little bit of a Blossom <laughs> in it. And it was, yeah, it was terrible. Um, but anyway, so I know that we talked about rompers and jumpers last time, but do the, does that belong in this conversation about dresses Absolutely. as an alternative? Absolutely. I think it's a great alternative right now. Primarily because they're so hot that you just have lots of choices. That's always a good thing, too. It's always a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Rompers. And rompers are so... The only thing about rompers, because I have a couple and I love them and I feel so cute in them. And then I go to the bathroom in them and I like them a lot less, I'm finding. That is a problem. That is a problem. I mean, it's not like it's hard to go to the bathroom, but there is something weird about extra, being in the stall. There's an extra step, though. Yeah. Well, you're in the stall and you're, like, naked. Like, yeah. it just, like, you know... It just ratchets that anxiety up in case someone were to walk in or. Yeah, I know. It is weird. I did end up getting after our last conversation. And then that was when I went to Florida, like the following week, I did end up picking up a little romper, which was actually labeled as a bathing suit cover up, but I didn't really see it that way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it was in this really bold kind of crazy print and it was so cute. I felt great in it. And it, it, the shorts were a little on the short side, I have to say. Um, I just, by the way, everyone listening, I just texted Shana a pic- the picture that I was just talking about. So I'm hoping if she has her oh, phone, God. I hope if you have your phone nearby, you'll look and then you can react and then I'll put it in the show notes so everyone can check it out. <laughs> are you, <laughs> are you seeing it? Oh, Megan. I know. All of my hopes and dreams come true. Look at me. Oh my gosh. And I'm also growing out a perm. And I'm growing out a bad haircut. It's just, oh my God, it's amazing. It's going in the show notes. Everyone go to the style hour, <laughs> the stylehour.com and find this episode. It's episode three um, and you, or two, I'm sorry. And you will, you'll die. It's hilarious. Okay. So anyway, back to what we were just talking, what were we just talking about? Oh, we have to talk about bras, Megan. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait, that's, I was, I was segueing. Oh, this sorry. was my segue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. You had no way of knowing. My only complaint about it was I just lucked out in that my I did wear it over my swimsuit and then later over a bra. My It just happened to like tie in the back right over where my bra strap was. But if I was like an inch taller or an inch shorter, it wouldn't have. And then I kept thinking, how would I ever wear this? So that's your cue to now talk about how I would wear it. I have two bras for you guys. All right, uh, awesome. I've talked about them. I mean, I don't know, I've talked about them a billion times on the blog. No one will be surprised. But 
um, free people yeah. makes these lace bralettes. They don't have underwire. Um, and there's a, there's a racer back one that I'm wearing right now. And there's a halter one and both are great for, I mean, one, they're pretty, they come in a million colors. So even if they show, even if the neckline isn't quite right for your dress, like even if they show, it's still okay. Cause they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, um, the halter one has rave reviews from girls who are busty. Okay. Saying that it actually has way more support than they expected, that they, it's so comfortable. They love it. And I've had like three or four readers now email me and be like, yep, they were right. This bra rocks and I'm, you know, a larger chested girl. So I'm neither large chested nor small chested. Um, my worry about non-underwire bras is that I don't feel like they do much shaping. And maybe that's unfair of me. Maybe I haven't tried on good non-underwire bras. Yeah, these two, um, you know, it's, it's hard for me to answer that because I have, you know, boob situation over here after the mastectomy is yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so, they, sort of, they sort of carry their own, their yeah. own weight, if yes, it, as it were. definitely do. <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, just based on the reviews that I've been reading, like the halter, like the halter definitely gives like a good shape. And then this other sort of racer back one is, is awfully pretty. So, and I think too, if you're, if you're wearing, um, if you're like in a racer back situation mm-hmm. or like you're wearing a dress that's a little more bare on top, um, I don't know that it, I mean, if you're showing enough chest, I think the shaping thing is less important. If you're totally covered up, the shaping thing is very important. I think it totally depends for me. That could because be. Because if it's, pl- if it's plunging at all, and the boobs don't rise to meet the plunge, you have a problem. Well, However, yes. I will also say, though, that I have um, a very cool like sport bra that I got to go with a backless shirt um, on that Fabletics site that I've talked about, which yep. I've, I've got mixed reviews. I thought everything I've had from there so, so far is very cute. The quality is kind of crap. But it's a fun way to dabble yep. in sort of this athletic wear as, you know, everyday wear idea yep. if you're not willing yet to kind of – bump it up to the higher prices. So anyway, there's my plug sort of for them. Um, <clears throat> but I did get an outfit with their like with a backless shirt and a really cool sport bra that has all these straps that go all over the place and it just looks really cool with it. But what, so I, what I do notice about that is if I'm showing off my back, I'm also probably not showing off my chest. And it depends how the shirt fits in the front. If it's kind of a looser fit, I can get away with something like a sport bra and it doesn't really matter. Because no one, it's not, that's not where the attention's going. Right. And it's not showing enough shape that it's like noticeable that I'm not wearing something pushing anything up or together or whatever it's doing. I would have to say something with more of like a, like a plunging or a V-neck. It's got to do something for the girls. I mean, it's got to put them somewhere. (laughs) It's got to move them in a certain direction or it just isn't going to be flattering, you know? So yeah, when I was nursing, I remember this was really tricky to find like, um, bras. Cause I needed, especially with, with packs, my second, I felt like I was more used to having a large chest. So I didn't feel like I needed the support. But when I, after rain was born, I had gone from literally a double a to a double D oh my God. and I had no idea what to do with those things. And so, um, I was really struggling. And so I remember, um, under like dresses and tank tops, I always had to look for th- with straps so I could wear like a real bra and the key for me was finding a bra that had pretty straps so it could peek out and it would be fine well that's the thing I was just going to ask you so say you know 
this specific bra doesn't work for someone that you're recommended for any, whatever reason. Right. What if right. it's about a really pretty lacy bra? It totally works. So that's totally. fine. Just show yeah. it off. Stop worrying show about it. it. Be proud but maybe it. go in a color besides tan, you know, nude, black or white. <laughs> yeah. Black, black actually works pretty well as long yeah. as the straps are pretty. But, um, I, I agree. Like my favorite nursing bra, um, for years, in fact, I bought, I bought it three different times as it wore out was lavender mm. because it was just like, it had lavender lace straps. And so it was sort of light enough to go under, um, white t-shirts and it was pretty and just sort of like, um, it was almost like a neutral, but it was definitely not like screaming, this is a nude, ugly bra, right. you know? So this is, you know, very functional. Right. right. And even some, a lot of my pretty bras do still have very functional straps. So might need to just look specifically for that bra that you're always going to wear when you know it's going to show. And I I do feel like, I don't know, maybe this is the Midwestern girl in me, but there's still a little part of me that feels like nice girls don't show their underwear. Oh God. (laughs) I show underwear all the ding dong day. Well, you're a nice girl. I am a nice girl. So, okay. Well, that gives, you know what? I'll try it and then I'll, I'll report back. You've already brought me so far. I bought a romper for goodness sakes. I mean, a shorts romper. That's, that was a big step for me. That's fantastic. Um, What do you think about strapless bras? What do I think about them? Yeah. Would you wear strapless bras? Yeah. No, I have, I usually find them extremely uncomfortable. I do have one that I got from Victoria's Secret that is fabulous. Like it doesn't feel like I'm even wearing anything. Is Um, it like, it doesn't dig. Molded cups that like. They are underwire, but the, but the. The stuff goes so much around the. I don't even know how to say it. Like there's there's so much fabric and other junk over the underwire. Yes. So it stays in place, but it doesn't feel like anything. Yeah. And it's also got a really nice silhouette in the front. It's not too cuppy, you know. Yep. It's just like kind of there. It's just holding everything in place. It's a little bit padded, but not too much. Um, I love it. Unfortunately, Victoria's Secret has a very bad habit, um, and I'm sure this is a business strategy, but I'm just going to call it a bad habit of coming up with new bras that I fall in love with and then they discontinue them six months later. Oh, that's annoying. So I go back and I'm like, oh no, is this bra? And I'll, I'll have this really, you know, really frustrating conversation with the sales girl who's been there all of three weeks <laughs> and is convinced that what I know exists does not exist. And I'm like, no, I swear <laughs> I was, I was right here. It was right here in front of me. And I'll try to describe it. Like there's gel, you know, there's, there's these ones that they make and they just keep changing the shape and the silhouette, but there's like gel over the, um, underwire and it really makes a difference you can't doesn't dig you can't see it right but they keep changing the name and the silhouette so sometimes I like the straps and sometimes I don't sometimes I like the cup shape and sometimes I don't but I really want that underwire I know it's very tricky Victoria's Secret does make it's like they're in your right they change they tweak it a a bit but it's this plunge it's a plunge strapless bra okay and in that is has been my go-to for strapless bra situations because it kind of plunges in the front so it doesn't show and like yeah. it's not horribly uncomfortable because I think there's some gel involved or whatever. But I, I still find that on a hot summer day, a strapless bra is not what I want to wear. No, you're right. No. Th- see, that's the thing. Like I'd rather wear something kind of wispy and yep. lacy or, you know. You know what I do wear often? I almost forgot. Um, are bikini tops. Oh, no, that's a good idea. I wear a lot of those under dresses. You can wear that under a dress and it just looks like you're on your way to the, ba- the beach. Yeah, or it's just Whether cute. You are. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good idea. Okay, so what have we talked? You mentioned a little bit. You you just touched on fit and flare. Um, is that still in? You know, it is. It's actually a huge silhouette right now. Okay. I um, and it's and it's universally flattering. There's yeah. so many things to like about it. 
I personally can't do it. It's just not my style. I feel like I'm a 50s housewife playing dress up or something like that. And yeah. I just, I don't like it. You know, I have a couple of fit and flare dresses that I love the way they look on me. And I'll wear them if I'm having like, okay, it's so funny that you said 50s housewife. I will have them if I'm having people to my house and I know that I'm going to be like serving hors d'oeuvres on a platter <laughs> <laughs> because it just feels so appropriate, but I will never, and my husband will say, why don't you wear that blue dress? I love it so much. It's so, he just loves the look on me. And I'm thinking, cause I feel like I'm on my way to a baby shower in 1961. That's the only way I can think about it. And I, so I can't ever find the right appropriate, or like I should be wearing it with a cardigan sweater um, and oh, sitting like on a bench singing like Summer Lovin' from Grace or something. It's just, there's something about it. I just can't make it work. It's usually, I can't find the right venue. Yeah. Except for serving people at a backyard brunch or backyard barbecue at my house. So you know what? I will wear it for that occasion. Well, when I do, I feel super cute. I bet. But I won't wear it out to dinner. I just, it feels, doesn't feel right. So I, I found that, um, like the, and it, and I don't know why this makes a difference for me because it's, um, I think the same period, but like sort of like the, the, um, spaghetti straps with kind of like the molded bust and then fitted through the waist with like maybe a little belt and then fitted all the way down. Mm. So it's essentially the fit and flare dress, but instead of flaring, it's, it's, yeah, it's fitted. For some reason, I, I can wear that all day long. I love that. Well, probably so, you know, I think, I think some of this just relates to how we live our lives and what we go, what we do going about our days and then how, what we feel good in. So yeah, yeah, maybe there's no answer there. Yeah. But you know, they're both great. They're They're both both great. Okay. So what haven't we touched on? We've really covered a lot of ground here. White dresses. I did want to talk about white dresses. Okay. Yes. I think that, um, there, there's something about a white dress that just looks so fresh and summery. You're right. And, I love white dresses. Uh, and, and, and they, they seem to, this is another thing. Like, you know, the, the big joke is that every spring magazines are like, Oh, florals are back. I think the white dress is the thing that they say, Oh, this summer white dresses are back. Um, so they're pretty ubiquitous, but they're, they're, um, they're such a good buy. Now, granted you can't wear them to a wedding, but, um, like white dresses. I mean, you can find sporty ones that look cute with sneakers. You can find like boho lacy ones that I love wearing with Birkenstocks. Like you can, there's so many different ways to dress down a white dress for every day mm-hmm. that it's, I think it's, should be on everybody's list this summer for sure. And I think it's like a universally flattering color too. You know, yeah. even if, even if you only have just a little tiny hint of a fake tan, right, right. <laughs> you'll look more, you'll look, you look like you have more summer glow than you even probably really pale. do. Even pale skin looks yeah. gorgeous in white. So yeah, I agree. Gosh, did we did we talk about all the all the possible? Did we didn't talk about maxi dresses. So maxi, you know how I feel about maxi dresses, and that's yeah, not my thing. It's not your thing, but it's you know thing. the thing with maxi dress um, is there just there's something so inherently glamorous about a maxi dress. I agree with that, and you I know, think other people look great in them. Yeah, not my thing. Do you? So what is why does it not work for you? You know what it is. I think it's because I feel like. First of all, I feel it's too much material around my legs. I don't like it. Like, I feel like if I'm going to wear a dress, it's because I want more breeze going on in there. So maybe like a, a maxi dress with a flowier skirt. I feel like some of the, the ones that I've tried on feel very heavy around my legs. And What about just, tight with a slit? That I could maybe get behind. And that yeah. was the other thing I was going to say is I just don't feel like they flatter me. Like, I feel like the parts of my body I want to show off, like my legs, um, don't get shown off. And then 
Again, going back to like probably because I've tried a bunch of cheap jersey ones on, they cling in the places I don't want them to. So it's like pointless, you know? Right. I think um, I'd love to see you in like a V-neck t-shirt maxi dress with two huge slits in the front, like one on either side. I think that might be. Oh, and that actually reminds me of something I was going to ask you. What do you think of high-low or handkerchief um, hemlines? I kind of feel like we've talked about this before, but it was probably a year ago. Well, it's so funny. Like everybody, they flip flop back and forth. They're all yeah. like, oh, high low is over. And, you know, and then, you know, you go to the stores and they're filled <laughs> high low. And so, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I think they're fine. I think they can be really flattering. I like well, them. Well, and I've heard from a lot of people who just think that they're totally unflattering. And I think it just depends on, again, what part of your body are you trying to show off? So I will say I've had a couple of maxi dresses that had a high low um, hemline or some other interesting hemline that showed part of my leg. And I, I like those. Yeah. Those I, I felt like worked. The only thing I don't like about the high-low is you got to be careful because sometimes, and this drives me crazy, um, dressmakers will have the inside of the fabric be totally different than the outside. And but it like looks cheap. cheap way. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be careful. Or you can see the surging sometimes. I mean, I guess yeah. they're all, you know, I guess part of it is you're going to see the inside of the hem on the other side. There's no getting around that. Yep. But it can look really cheap at times. I agree. So. You know what I started doing with maxi dresses? And this kind of goes back to what I was talking about before with sundresses. Um, I have a couple maxi dresses that I would put in the fancy category. Actually, one of them is a high-low hem, um, but it was very long in the back. And it um, has like sort of like a built-in gold collar, you know, necklace mm-hmm. thing. And um, I have another silk one. Um, and I, I just wasn't wearing them. And so I hemmed them all for flats. And oh. They are now like my go-to favorite pieces because yeah. I, I just don't walk around much in heels. Like, yeah. not anymore. like I just don't. So, um, I mean, that's another thought. Like if you have like, especially like a dress you maybe wore to a wedding once or, you know, just something sitting in your closet that's not getting enough exercise, like hem that baby for flats. Did you hem it yourself with a sewing machine? Oh God, no. Man. Okay. I just, I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> <sighs> the only way I ham babe is with scissors and duct tape. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These I brought to an actual tailor. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. And can you give me an idea of like the cost of something like that? Like getting stuff, taking stuff to a tailor and having it? Because I think that's something that we don't even always think of as an option. Assuming maybe it'll be really expensive or. You can always ask. If you it. live near a big city, if you can find a tailor in Chinatown, it's always dirt cheap. Okay. Um, and they're often amazing. Um, but it's anywhere from depending – so the, the silkier the fabric, like mm-hmm. the thinner and the silkier the fabric, the more expensive it is typically. Okay. Jeans and like um, thicker fabrics are lower. So okay. I mean I think my mom can get a hem done in her small town for like 10 or 15 bucks. Not bad. So if you've got something that otherwise is totally a great buy. Oh, yeah. But the length just doesn't work. Oh, yeah. What about yeah. repairs? Do you ever take your stuff in? Like I have this really cute dress that I love and I busted the straps on it. They just popped right oh, out. Oh gosh, that would be the that would be the fastest, easiest little hem or easiest yeah. little pair. Yeah, for sure. Okay, especially right. if it's a dress you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Silky dresses can be up to like forty bucks for a. a hem I mean, to- I think it would really be a matter of them just taking the strap, putting it back in place, and stitching over. I could probably do it myself. I just won't, you know. So right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and the other thing okay. is you can always um, and I I I actually love this technique now. You can't leave it on forever because it'll wreck the fabric. But if you're just trying to like, if you're thinking, oh, maybe, maybe I'll hem this dress for flats and you kind of want to see what it looks like, 
using duct tape to tape up that hem, I've actually worn dresses out like that or even jeans mm, out like that. Okay. And it maintains the hem for at least a day, if not more. But I do know that if you forget, if you leave it on for like several weeks, then when you take the duct tape off, you have a problem. But, well, uh, and, and there is, you know, you can also use seam tape or whatever that stuff is that this, you know, that's more permanent. Well, that might be a much better idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can tell my level of craftiness. I, I'm not saying I use it. I'm just saying I know it exists. What is this so, seam tape you speak of? Yeah, it's like a double-sided tape. And I, I don't know if you have to iron it. I think you maybe have to iron it, which is troublesome for me because I don't even know where my iron is but I mean it would be a sort of in-between option Mm. one you know between sewing and duct tape (laughs) 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 for those of us who are too hoity-toity to use duct tape on our clothes but I don't count myself among those people I'm just saying they might be out there all right well, Shannon, we have covered a lot of ground in the last 50-some minutes, so this has been great. I guess the takeaway is, um, again, you have a lot of dresses to choose from this summer. Yes. A lot of styles. A lot. Wear something that feels yep. good on you. Yeah. And, and yeah, go 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 a little higher on that price point. It really does it does pay off. Or go for the brand that, um, that you just, like your go-to brand that you know you can rely on. Yep. Yeah. I remember when I was pregnant, I literally wore the same dress every su- like all summer long. Mm-hmm. And there was something liberating about that. That's awesome. So anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, I, um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, uh, go to thestylehour.com. You can leave a comment on one of the posts, um, the episodes there. You can email hello at thestylehour.com. You can find Shana and I at our respective blogs. Anything else, Shana? Shana's at themomedit.com. I'm at thehappiesthome.com. There's lots of ways to find us, and I hope you will. We yeah, want to hear from too. you. Great. Well, thanks a lot, Shana. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode of The Style Hour. Thanks, Megan. See you guys later.